Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Luke and Pete show. It is a Thursday and it is the 2nd of December, Luke. Bloody the Christmas yeah. party season is upon us. Yeah, what's your approach to generally to Christmas parties? Oh, I just stand by the corner of the uh, corner of the um, room and just try and sort of slink off as soon as I can, to be quite frank, yeah. I went to an it's absolutely difficult. brilliant Christmas party when we were... I'm probably not going to say the company, right? but you will be familiar with this. Mm. Um, please don't say the company. Okay. I went to a very... Good Christmas party at this company. Okay. I mean, people are going to work it out because you were there as well. Right. Uh, and uh, Jurex. It was at, um, yeah, it was at a basement bar under a hotel on Piccadilly. Okay. And I got kicked out for swinging on the chandelier. <laughs> and it was I fucking don't brilliant. This at all. It was absolutely brilliant. Sounds cool. It was so good. Yeah. You remember? Why are you, you, why, you why are you not. Um, I think you might have DJed it. What year was it? <laughs> now you're asking. 2007? Oh, God knows. God knows. It was brilliant. Right. Okay. It was really good fun. Cool. Um, I like Christmas parties, but do you know what really? Do you know what really kind of dampens my spirit? What? Not a Christmas party, depending on who it is. I mean, mm. sometimes it's like ones you'd rather avoid. Yeah, especially in the media industry, because too many of them. Mm. I'll go to them, mm. but I don't want to be going. Do you know when the diary falls and you've got one, two, three in a row? Yeah, killer. One, two, three, yeah, yeah. It just yeah, gives yeah. me such social anxiety. I can't tell you. <laughs> Why? Because I know I'll be in a bad mood and hungover by the second one. Yes, 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 yes. yes. And you can't drive any. No one drives anywhere in London, so you can't say I'm driving. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that is difficult, isn't it, I suppose? Yeah. I like getting invites to Christmas parties that I didn't think I'd be invited to. That's always quite exciting. You sort of, ooh. Is that your euphemistic way of you invite yourself to certain, <laughs> parties, to certain places? Take, take, take your big plate with you, Alan. Yeah, December's uh, always quite quiet for me. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not doing anything tonight. In the, in the, in the industry that we work in, and yeah. it's not necessarily the podcast industry because we fucking graft it, uh, if you don't let me say. Yeah. Um, but the, the service providers, let's say, about December, about now... They'll be going, right, no one's doing any work. No, exactly. No no yep. sales, uh, like the agencies and stuff, they just sort of take December off effectively, and it's just parties. They basically think that every piece of work they have to do takes maybe circa three weeks. <laughs> there's no point starting it <laughs> no, until January. Yes. And then by the time January comes around, everyone's so demotivated, nothing gets done. <laughs> I, I actually think if you really forensically studied it, the only amount of commercial work that actually gets done in this industry yeah. happens probably between about March... In September, yeah, and because because by September everyone's kind of fall, autumn, winter uh, 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 wallets are you know they spend all of their money, don't they? They spend all of their cash, uh, and it's like right, well you don't spend anything in December. There's no point. 
No, everyone will have spent all, 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 spaffed all their money on, in, on, uh, in mid-December. October and November is normally really big. I'm a man who leaves it quite late with his uh, presents. It will not surprise you. <laughs> what an amazing um, surprise. But, um, but with, 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 with presents, I would like something new uh, that I've not seen before. So advertise to me 21st of December. Yeah. And give you me next day delivery. Yeah. I don't think there's um, enough targeted at people like that. When no. we did live shows, remember, it used to be like, a few of us would be like, the ones who plan stuff like me right. would be like, fucking hell, we haven't sold X amount of tickets. And you would always say, relax, man. I don't decide what I'm going to do till like two days before the weekend. That is true. It'll be fine. Yeah. And it always was fine. Yeah. So people, all, there are people who um, who, who, who work and, and operate in that way. Um, on, the, on the subject of Christmas uh, chat and Christmas parties, mm. I, for one, cannot fucking believe we are still living in a world where the soundtrack to Christmas adverts is a woman... A breathy doing, indie woman. ...doing an acoustic it. version of a known song <laughs> on the guitar. Why is that still happening? I don't, it's almost become a bit of a pastiche these days, hasn't it? Yeah. I they're still doing it I, seriously, though. They're still doing it seriously. I think right. so. Is, is, um, did Tesco upset everyone? Did, te- did Tesco do a pro-vaccine uh, advert? Because my dad forwarded me um, the Expedia reviews for a, a Tesco's in, in London or something. And, uh, yeah, so... Yeah, they sort of... Apparently, um, 1,500... I mean... Just take a moment, please, whatever you're doing, if you're commuting or you're running or you're at the gym, yeah. just take a moment to be Look present. Look the middle distance. I'm going to do um, Andy from Headspace here. Right. And not judging or trying to change it, yeah. but just noting. Is it Headspace? Which is, oh, it's Calm, where they've got the... Uh, the Headspace I- Andy, who's amazing. He sounds right. exactly like that. Just noting. It's an Irish bloke who, uh, he sort of talks, I used to be a rugby player. People love the Irish and accent, now, stuff, a soft Irish accent. I whisper on the internet. Yeah. Mm. Andy from Headspace is cool. Right. He's like, just think about how you feel <laughs> right now. Yeah. Not what you're doing tomorrow. Not what beans is yeah. suitable for. Not if you best breakfast. Not put quite enough Tabasco in your beans. Mm-hmm. Um, but what the beans taste like now. Yeah. Don't think about what's in the sewer that's running beneath you. And it's... Ectoplasm. Forty nine ninety nine. No, it's not. Uh, anyway, <laughs> think about the people. Just take a moment. Do an Andy from Headspace. Imagine all the people. Imagine the 1,500 people mm. that have actually complained <laughs> through a variety of different methods, one can only assume, about the fact that the Tesco <laughs> Christmas ad this year shows Santa presenting his COVID vaccine passport at border control. Oh, is that what it is then? Right, okay, and that's right. <laughs> I, I am loath, as I said on Monday, to get into the fucking issue of, you know, culture war bullshit that permeates every aspect of our society. And I hope people think of this show as an antidote to that. But I am going to fucking say this. Mm. When I was a kid, and part of the reason that all of us are here now, mm. and I hope you don't mind me saying, Pete, you've been sickly in the past. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's because of fucking vaccines. Yes. Because vaccines are always... Listen, I was always led to believe that vaccines against potentially fucking fatal illnesses were a good idea. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, it's become a vehicle for stupid people to fucking vent about some so-called, like, government control. Yeah. Right? People are trying to help you sometimes. You know, it's free. It'll stop... It'll more than likely stop you dying. It's a good idea. I know someone, anti-vaxxer. I've taken MCAT with them. <laughs> Off you'll a toilet put that, seat. You'll put that in a toilet. You'll put that on it. That shit in your body. Plant yeah. food or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck me. Um, I, I know of a anti-vaxxer. Mm. He's a fucking moron. <laughs> right? And I'm not just saying he's a moron because he's an anti-vaxxer, but he is. Mm. And he went to a, 
a um, a demonstration with a placard <laughs> saying, um, what's wrong with using your body's own immune system to yeah. fight diseases? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. are you being fucking serious? <laughs> right? So presumably you are of the opinion that the body can just sort itself out. Yeah, right? Wolverine style. Have you ever been to a fucking hospital, <laughs> first and foremost, yeah. right? Do you know what the average life expectancy is in this country and yeah. what it used to be, Yeah, right? It is so beyond moronic that it actually angers me mm. that we are, again, it comes back to what we're saying on Monday. Mm. These people are establishing the rules of the game and we mm. have to play the game. And we have to argue the... The, 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 the obvious shit. The, we have to argue the obvious shit. We have to argue real building block ABC stuff. Yeah, to oh, yeah, imbeciles yeah. because they think they are uh, they think they have the right to take the cooked breakfast reimagining it, it put different put it in different ways different man, ramekins and then selling it back to us yeah. as the actual truth and, and, and we the light buy it we're, uh, in, like, we're at live theme park where we can't go outside to buy t- something else terrible company with dubious morals after having been supplied horse meat to feed my son by this outfit Oh no! Shout out! Listen, like, now I'll not have. I know what makes me laugh is like you have admitted there that a, a a supermarket has supplied you horse meat to feed to your son that you're not happy with, and yet nah, you've gone back. I'm actually going to. You've I'm gone back, and gonna, now the advert has upset you. I'm going to support this person, right? Basically, going deep to a 2013 deep cut of the horse meat scandal. <laughs> After everything that's gone on since yeah. then. I didn't think Tesco was involved. No, they, were, they? they were. They were. They were. Okay. 2016 yeah. beyond, the world's gone mental, yeah. right? Having the, I think, <laughs> having the fucking gumption and the clarity of thought to complain about that yeah. and go for a deep cut of the 2013 horse meat scandal, I yeah. think deserves credit. Oh, my Carry dad on. will do that all the time. He will... Uh, he will ki- he will, in his kind of like, I think Brexit is a good thing, actually, he will go back to uh, sort of the 80s when he worked in the NHS. He worked in a hospital. Hmm. NHS recruitment was fucked then, son. Blah, 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 blah. And he'll, he'll start mentioning companies that haven't existed for 25 years. Right. And I'm like, oh, Dad, I have no frame of reference to what you just said. Yeah. And to be quite frank, I don't fucking care. What's his um, take on the horse meat scandal? I think he'd, oh, he'll eat anything, my dad. He'll yeah. eat chicken out of the bin. He'll eat horse. That's, that's the thing. So the people, it's kind of interesting because life throws up these weird kind of contrasts. Mm. The people who are most likely to complain about the horse meat scandal, mm. weirdly, mm. are probably the ones who will eat anything. Yeah. But it, it's, I mean, it's all processed meat anyway, isn't it? I mean, you don't, I mean, the horse, is prob- the horse meat is probably the most, the best thing about that meal, about that lasagna. I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> I think people it's should probably know, the most healthy thing. They should know what thing. they're eating. Yeah. But I think if you are going to complain about this COVID thing, mm. I don't understand why it's such a big deal. I don't understand what people... It's not a complicated issue. It's an infectious disease. There are people who have flu jabs every year. Yeah. Who will be anti-vaxxers. Measles, mumps, rubella, yeah. polio, the all M- these things. The MMR, baby. Yeah. The, um, so anyway, that was Christmas adverts. I, ju- I just think that Tesco, <laughs> if Tesco, I, 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 look, Trustpilot want us to want us to stick to our experience with Tesco as a food outlet. Well, maybe we would if Tesco hadn't gone from being a food outlet to pushing an experimental jab via Santa Satan. Hey, See what I've done there? Yeah. They've mixed up the wet letters yeah. to make Satan. Um, I, Nazi um, style and fascist. The, I love the strong. Um, I've done my own research. Energy there. Mm. Um, I also like that. Um, you know, for some reason these things are now just seen as controversial things when there's absolutely no reason for them to be whatsoever. Mm. Like it's not, it's not a fucking, it's not, it annoys me. They've made out, they make things that aren't complicated and that are straightforward and that 
ostensibly were never an issue, for some reason have now become an issue. <laughs> I don't, I, I, it just it just it just beggars belief. It just drives me mental, as mental as the breathy acoustic woman singing. Mm. I mean, it might be. It's not the fact that it's a woman. It could be a man. I just don't really understand mm. the acoustic the trend for acoustic covers of. Um, of songs that have been going on for like fifteen years mm. now. Just... Is it is it animated the Tesco advert? Can't remember. Right. I can't remember it's any really of them. Forgettable because because the, the John Lewis advert's obviously the one that people because John Lewis was never a shop in my mind nah, until I moved to London. Yeah, me neither. Until, yeah. until I sort of went to Oxford Street and you know, yeah. kind of all right place to walk around. But was, did you only buy, ever buy anything in there? Our department store was Alders back in the day. Alders, yeah. Phoenix and Newcastle, or uh, what was the big one? Presto? No, that was a supermarket. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's, it's mad to me that you have such different supermarkets only 300 miles away. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, yeah. But they, I think they were all kind of like maybe like Finnish or Swedish. It was the start of the Swedish kind of uh, influence on us, on our cheap supermarket, Presto and Fine Fair and stuff. Yeah, Fine I, Fair. I, I, I think, and I think going back to the whole thing, like there's a real... Dovecot. That was our one Dove in Hartlepool. Dovecot. And what was it, like a department store like big Selfridges? Big department store in Hartlepool, yeah. Does it have a big um, aftershave and perfume thing on the ground floor? Yeah. They always have that, don't yeah. they? Sale rooms. Um, mm. Do you know what is, is underpinning all this stuff about anti-vaxxing? Is um, this idea that individual fucking liberty is the most important thing in any society. Right. Which I understand individual freedoms are important. I think it's just nice trends, <laughs> cheap trends. Some, pe- some, people, <laughs> some people like, the, the, the greater good is important as well. Mm. Do things for other people. Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? But uh, uh, something like very old men, but just people like the kids are fine. It's that middle group, isn't it? But it's not <laughs> the kids just... though, because the, kid, the the reticence to take up the vaccine it has been worst among kids under the age of twenty five. They're the ones who are not taking the vaccine. Really? More than any other? Kid, yeah, but no, parents the, want the take up's parents... been terrible. Mm. The take up has been worse than any other group. Mm. Anyway, fuck it. Let's, fuck it. Let's just talk about something else. All right. Then. Um, why don't we talk about um, a road runner? <laughs> <laughs> as in an actual animal an roadrunner. An actual animal roadrunner. In, in a story that sounds like it could be from some kind of Hanna-Barbera Hanna, Hanna cartoon. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Roadrunner and Wiley Cote? Meet me. Enjoy it? Or my, not? Dad, my dad's favourite. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Well, who's, who's, he, who's he always pulling for? Uh, the Rocks. <laughs> the Acme. The Acme Corporation. Yeah. He loves a boot in his mouth. My fr- <laughs> He's a big Elon Musk guy. Your own dad. dad. Yeah. Some people will take a bullet for Elon, won't they? <laughs> for no reason. Elon's, Elon doesn't even know that exists. <laughs> whenever, whenever, like Elon Musk says his fucking bollocks, it's fucking meme stock price uh, adjusting bollocks. Um, he uh, like loads of like absolute fucking Musk stands, like weird men of our age, kind of yeah. with normally into crypto, normally into massively into crypto. Obviously, they're into crypto. Uh, will kind of uh, talk about. People like Bernie Sanders' anti-billionaire agenda and stuff like that, and it's like, what? What are you getting? There's like five billionaires that are, work, you know, there are there are about five billionaires that created get created every year. Do you think you will be one of those? Because yeah. people genuinely do, yeah, so that's they do, why yeah. they talk like that. I'll be friends with Elon Musk and he'll, and I'll be a billionaire. Yeah. It's like what? What are you defending there? What are you defending? It's weird that that's the battle they pick. I'll certainly yeah. say that. Very weird. Um, it's beautiful. I love it. But Elon, Elon men. Did, you, did you say your dad loves Elon? No, he, he, he doesn't. I'm just joking. Right. No, I imagine he finds him uh, quite painful. But your dad loves um, Rover and Wally Cote. It's yep. a great cartoon. Mm-hmm. If you're too young to remember it, go and check it out. Um, but anyway, according to Pete's favourite website, Boing Boing. Boing Boing. It's your yeah. favourite website, right? Favourite website. Would it be your top three? Top three, definitely. Okay. I've got. A, a, you know you have muscle memory for certain websites. Yeah. Boing Boing, NUFC.com. Uh, bit of Reddit nowadays. You, the Reddit's just got a bit of everything. Why are you not using your bookmarks? 
Look at that, baby. Oh, Look at that. Bookmarks all across. Yeah, but if someone... I don't want uh, to be caught on a long lens with all my bookmarks laid out. Like, like you know, people... Pick a number, I'll tell you the bookmark. I'm not ashamed of any of it. Eight. Number eight. Two, four, six, eight. Dictionary.com. <laughs> okay, okay. Give cool. me another number. Uh, uh, I want 12, please. <laughs> the Financial Times. Well, the thing, I mean... My bookmarks... They're in alphabetical order, by the way. And I'm looking at it now. My bookmarks are when I've accidentally bookmarked something. So my top bookmark is an interview with the band Sunset Suns, which nobody ever remembers, yeah. from the Fortitude magazine from about six years ago, because I've clearly interviewed them at some point. I think you're a mug not using tabbed browsing and bookmarks. Juvent- oh, you'll use a lot of tabs, don't worry about that. But yeah. uh, Juventus Stadium is another one. <laughs> That's weird. The Victorian belief that a train ride could cause instant, instant uh, insanity from Atlas Obscura. Hmm. There's one that just says sex, uh, <laughs> and I've clicked on that, and it's a picture of a Formula One driver from like the 70s or something, and he is quite sexy. Very handsome. Very handsome. I don't recognise him. I don't really know who he is. Anyway, I promised mm. our listeners a roadrunner. All right. So I'm going to tell you a story about a roadrunner yeah. that went from Nevada to Maine. Oh. How's your US geography? You know where Not they are? very good. So Nevada... Nevada's where Las Vegas is, southwest. Yes. Maine, the very far northeastern state. So we're talking okay. probably Jeez. about, it's probably about three and a half thousand mile journey, I'd yeah. say. Um but the reason it did it is because it got stuck in a van. It got stuck it, in a van? It was looking into a van, apparently, and jumped into the van. Right. And the geezer came along and shut the door behind it. And then it stayed in the van for four days. Um, and then they opened the door and they set, they found the roadrunner in the back of it. And so they took it. I mean, to be fair, they took it to a sanctuary and the sanctuary looked after it. Um, but I just think that's funny because one, because roadrunners are so weird looking. Yeah, they they're, don't really look like the. I mean, they do, they're not the size of the ones you see in the cartoon. Although we don't really know how big the coyote is, to be honest. They don't beep beep either. I don't think they don't beep beep. No, no, and beep, um, beep. it's just quite it's just quite funny to have the because you know what it reminds me of. Do you remember the very last scene of Big Trouble in Little China, which uh, I presume is very problematic yeah, these yeah. days, where he he's a truck driver and he Kurt Russell, right? And he's driving away at the end, mm-hmm. and you think, oh, he's, everything's done. And then the very final scene, the, the, the kind of truck goes past the, the camera mm. and in the back is like a terrible monster. Oh, in his no. Truck, in his truck. Yeah. Um, so it just reminded me of that. I thought I'd mention it, Peter. I thought you might be into it. I like, I like it. Just the fact that they managed to get it right across. But would it, does it not do, do it? I'm, I'm just imagining the back of the truck. What happens? It's completely dark. I can't see what it's doing. Mm. Strikes a match. It's the van's full of TNT. And he's like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> but he somehow gets out of it because he's the roadrunner. Yeah, cool. Always meet, does. Meet. Always does. Uh, the roadrunners <laughs> apparently uh, a very have very special significance for the indigenous people of Central America. Do you know that? Oh right. Okay. So apparently, um, do you know? You know. So there's an issue in some. I think Would it be fair to say they're quite fond of all animals? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think quite so. Spiritual. Yeah, I think so. Mm. In I think Madagascar, mm. there's an animal called the eye eye, which evolutionary speaking, I think does the same job as the woodpecker does in Europe. It's got a little finger. Yeah, he's got a finger. Got a little finger. And they're amazing. I've seen one before. There's, there's a couple at Bristol Zoo. IRL, where where yeah. did you see them? Where was I? I think I might have been in Sumatra. Not Leon C. No, it wasn't Leon C. I think I went to Sumatra. You've been to Sumatra? Oh, yeah, Sumatra, mate. Fuck you now. Yeah. I don't think they have them in Sumatra. You know, I think it was a zoo. <laughs> okay, fine. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so what was a problem for the II, mm. clearly a very serious problem, was that there was some kind of belief from some indigenous people in that part of the world mm. that said if you locked eyes with an II, it was basically like being locked eyes with the devil. Yes. And you had okay. to kill it or it would kill you. Yeah. So as a result, they, they, the numbers dwindled. And then there's a lot of stuff that's gone on that's mm. hopefully to protect them. Anyway, the roadrunners, according to indigenous peoples of Central America, are believed to have special like magical powers, mm. and um, 
the the noise the roadrunner does make. I mean, maybe they do make the beep beep. I'm not sure exactly what it sounds like, but the noise they do make is apparently said to make you um, very tired if you hear it. Which I find fascinating, ah. chiefly because that's exactly the kind of psychosomatic thing that would be self that would be self perpetuated, wouldn't it? Yeah, if you yeah. Because oh, if you convince yourself you're tired, you will get tired. Yes, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So there's lots. It's, like lo- it's like a lovely hot chocolate, which presumably with the sugar would should really perk you up, but, but it doesn't. Yeah. Um, so apparently there's um, like kind of um, laws against harming the road runs, which is which is yeah, which should be a good thing. It's only flair, isn't it? Um, I, I, yeah, I, I haven't been to uh, I haven't been to Sumatra. I've been to Kota Kinabalu, which is uh, what's that? Malaysia. <laughs> Say it again slowly. Kota Kinabalu. Never heard of it. It's in Sabah. Mr. Loverman. Sabba. Mm. Have you heard of uh, Thomas Neil Cream? No. Is that his <laughs> name a or is that a brand of cream? He's got his name, Thomas Neil Cream. He was the Lambeth Poisoner. He was a Scottish-Canadian medical doctor who I believe did have uh, one up on Dr. Gillian McKeith and that he was an actual doctor. He, um, he was a serial killer who poisoned his victims and was executed after his attempts to frame others for his crimes brought him to the attention of London police. I was reading about this guy today uh, and I'll, I'll tell you precisely why uh, I was. Because... Um, people reckon that he was Jack the Ripper. Okay. Right? Yeah. And he, uh, and and for, for several reasons, uh, Jack the Ripper killed a lot of people. This guy killed a lot of people in roughly the same uh, kind of place. Um, apparently, he was, uh, he was not, he couldn't possibly be uh, be Jack the Ripper because he uh, was in, at the time that the murders of Jack the Ripper um, happened, he was in prison in Illinois, which is obviously... A million miles away from yeah. from, from London, um, but he died, and people. And there's been like you know a, a, a generation, a, a, an entire century where people thought that this guy was Jack the Ripper, because he uh, a man claimed that his last words on the scaffold were "I am Jack the," right. and then the 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 the, the, the hangman hanged him effectively. Yeah. Um, some people said that. <laughs> some people said that. Um, one of Cream's biographers suggested that Cream, on the scaffold, about to be hanged, was so frightened that he lost control of his bodily functions and stammered, I'm ejaculating. <laughs> <laughs> and for many reasons, that's why they thought that he was Jack the Ripper. But I just very much like the fact that that was his last words. That's... I am ejaculating. And is that substantiated? None of this is substantiated. Okay. It was the 1890s. But that is terrible. That is amazing. Do you know, yeah. you know Gallo's humour? And know? also his name's bloody Thomas Neil Cream, Cream in all other yes, places. Yes, great. I'm ejaculating. Yeah. Cream by name. <laughs> um, you know the you know the phrase Gallo's humour? Yes. That comes from someone on the actually on the Gallows. Doing a gag. Apparently some wag who right. had been who's gonna be hanged, and he was hanged. Right. He I'm, 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 this is where it comes from. I know it's true, but this is certainly where it comes from. Right. He was asked if he had any last words. Mm. And you know this like they stand on the trap door. Yeah. And they got a noose around the neck and then trapped all falls out. They said, have you got any last words? And apparently his last words were, are you absolutely sure this is going to take my weight? <laughs> and that's where it comes Good from. Good gag. Great gag. Good I'll tell gag. you what, a great pair of nuts on him to say that there. Yeah, exactly. You know what, was, I mean? what would your last words be? Uh, yeah, drill the hard drives. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. already being hanged. Acid, drill, tubs drill, of acid. Drill ah. the fucking hand hard yeah. drives. Uh, let's have a break. <laughs> when we come right, back, then. we'll do our battery brands for a Thursday. Batteries. I'm going to try and squeeze a couple of emails in as well. It's oh. going to be lots of fun. Stick around. We'll see you just after this. Needle cream. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Neil Cream, Sweet Beans, it's time for Luke and Pete Shaw, part two on a Thursday, which means batteries. Luke Mer, can you read out some battery brands, what people have come in with, yeah? I'm reading them, you're checking them. Yeah. Okay, great. Hello to you, Kia. Kia has been in touch Kia. with a pair of Xiaomi Alkaline. Oh. Now, you've got the spelling in front of you. I have. Um, but I'll say it for our listeners' benefit, who are all into ab- obscure battery brands. Mm-hmm. X-I-A-O-M-I, mm-hmm. Alkaline. Let's um, have a look. And he says the following um, while you're searching that. He says, I hope to present evidence of what I believe may be a rich deposit of new battery brands, China. I've lived in Shanghai for about a year now, having moved at the height of the epidemic. No longer, uh, this is a longer email for another time. Clearly my personal plight powers into insignificance to potential new cell discoveries. <laughs> this means a few things. Number one, my Chinese proficiency is good enough to ensure I order the right coffee most mornings. <laughs> Number two, I'm also able to understand when I'm being ripped off for said coffee. Mm-hmm. And um, sweet beans. Do you, do you ever eat a bit of dessert and there's sweet beans in it? They, they love, love sweet beans, beans out there. Out there. Love yeah, it. He says other items um, I can be ripped off for as a result of being an ignorant foreigner or as they call me over here, old outsider or Lou Y <laughs> um, or Lao Y. And number three, most importantly, I'm having to replace spent batteries in my gloriously Chinese electronic products. Um, here's two I came across last week. Let's test the theory. Uh, and he's gone to submit, he's decided to submit the Xiaomi. Alkaline. Ah, I see. Uh, yeah, um, they are a new player. So wow, congratulations great. Congratulations to uh, Kia. Thank you very much for getting involved. Congratulations to you, Kia. Kia. Yeah, Thank you very much. Um, Dave's been in touch. He says, gents, looking to replace the battery from a torch found out while dog walking. This weird cell popped out. I think it's a rechargeable, but may, so may not be valid, but I figured it was worth a try. Um, probe Shiny. Oh, hello. We don't, we don't take rechargeables, do we? 
Uh, no, we don't take uh, rechargeables. Unless, can we take AA ones that are, are rechargeable? As Why? long as they are normal form factor, I think we can do rechargeables, I've decided. Okay, so you've changed your mind on that. I'm, I'm moving the red line, so Obama are they, style. Are they new? Uh, oh, no. So Probe. Shiny. Shiny. I can probably type that in myself. Yeah. Probe. Shiny. See, oh, the database. Luke. Oh, yeah. Yo, Speedy, you've got it. You've got it, mate. New one. Two well out done. of two. We're doing really well recently. Yeah, you're doing well, there, Dev. And then finally for now, uh, Michael Hayhow. J-Y-P Jajing. Jajing is a... It's not even in the uh, in the email. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a new one. And Kendall, K-E-N-D-A-L. I think we've had Kendalls before. I think we have, yeah. Mm. Um, that's from Michael Hayhoe. He says, love the show. Never miss an episode from Moran Bar, Queensland, Australia. Yeah, we've Hello had Kendall you. a few times. Kendall, okay. he- Kendall Heavy Duty. Yeah, just a lot of Kendalls, to be honest. Yeah. What about Jay Jing? J- JYP Jay Jing? Uh, I, I, I'm... Um... I, for some reason, it was not in sure. there. Well, if he's not officially submitted, it doesn't fucking count, does it? You know what? Yeah, we've we've not had J. No, it is in there. Sorry, Michael. I, I, I uh, apologies for that. I thought I didn't have one, but yeah, uh, JYB Jai Jing or Jai Ying rather, uh, and Kendall. Uh, Kendall gets in. No, sorry, Kendall doesn't get in, and uh, Jai Jing uh, does get in. No, doesn't get in. Sorry, ignore me. You had a Jai Jing before. I'm confused now. Neither get in. Neither get in. Because JYP Jai Jing, we 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 didn't have, but Jai Jing themselves, we have had. Okay, fine. So, so it's, a, it's a, it's a, yeah. Okay, it's that's a, fair enough. Yeah. I think that's fair tired. enough. That is about as clear as mud. <laughs> Two new players this week, though. Yeah. Keep them coming in. Hello at lukeandpeteshow.com. Um, all right, let's squeeze one more email in before yeah. we go. Um, what about this one here from Rob? Who said, no, sorry, it's not from Rob. What am I talking about? He talks about Rob's, but he's called Sean. Right. Hello to you, Sean. He says, hi, lads. It's been a while. Um, but uh, a while back, your show triggered some memories from my younger days with a good pal from school, Rob. It would have been sometime in the early 90s, late primary school or early secondary school. One late summer evening, we were dicking about in his garden and we had one of those ripcord helicopters. Oh, where you cool. pull the string to launch the helicopter. Do you remember those? Yes, I do. They were a lot of fun. You stick them on a little, for those who don't know what they are, you stick them on a little port thing and you pull out like um, almost like a cord on the back of a talking teddy bear mm. and it flies the helicopter up in the air. Fantastic. He said, we had devised a daft game where one of us would launch it and the other would try and knock it out of the sky using various things we found in the garden. I launched the chopper at one point and really gave it some welly and Rob swung a broom to try and down my helicopter. <laughs> Time seemed to stand still as the head flew off the broom and straight towards the large patio doors, which were double glazed. The broom was one of those cheap plastic ones. Surely it couldn't. But there was a loud bang as the brush head hit the bottom corner of the window. And then nothing. Just as we were breathing a sigh of relief, the whole window came down. (laughs) Almost instantly, Rob's mum and dad appeared in the frame where their window used to be. We apologised profusely and I tried to take the blame off Rob by shifting it squarely onto their cheap, shoddy broom, which in hindsight probably didn't help our case. I was sent home on my bike. And by the time I got home, my own mum and dad knew the whole story and I got a deserved double bollocking. Um, Rob's dad once also caught me and Rob doing aerosol flamethrowers in his garage. <laughs> so exciting. Yeah, with various tins of flammable stuff that dads tend to accumulate. Mm. He burst in on us, shouted something about blowing up the whole garage as we were doing it next to his petrol lawnmower, clipped us around the ear and sent me home. Mm. I flew home on my bike and arrived just as the phone was ringing. Not really thinking of what I was going to do. I snatched the phone hoping to intercept Rob's dad and prevent him from using my parents to give me a bollocking by proxy. I'm sure he was secretly impressed that I'd made it home so fast. If he was, he didn't let on. I sheepishly passed the phone to my dad, who seemed to go redder in the face the longer he listened. I accepted my bollocking, and we made sure that any future pyromania was a lot more clandestine. Thanks for the show. Much love, Sean. Flying helicopters on little pull strings. Yeah. 
At the uh, risk of being a bit Josh, Josh Willickham about it. And um, Flame Fries near petrol lawnmowers is a great thing. Yes, lovely. I think with the. Uh, why do dads get angry about that sort of thing? Because that's the sort of thing that kids do, mate. It's the sort of thing that kids do. I kind of feel you to. have to get angry about that if you're a dad. <sighs> yeah, but re- really in your soul. Because you're still that little boy. My friend. Really um, in your soul, you're going, I wish I was there to see the Flame Fries. I would oh, yeah. spray all. I would spray it onto my hand and stuff like my hand, and people are like, "Oh my god, his hand is on fire." Part of the uh, he's a human torch. Human torch. Part of the reason, part of the percentage of the bollocking you're getting from your dad is motivated by the fact that he's now too old to be doing that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, he's fuming, absolutely fuming. Um, he's flaming, flaming. And um, my friend Duncan uh, did an exchange to Germany. Um, you know that like German student exchange, mm. and he set fire to the German host family's house <laughs> by doing a flamethrower out of a deodorant can into a waste paper bin. So, uh, but it was re- it was rescuable. Didn't take down the whole house. Well, I think what ha- yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, okay. eventually. But I think right. what happened was because the technology was so poor then. Mm. I don't think they could get a call through to complain about him. Oh. And by the time they were able to tell people, um, I don't really know why, but they couldn't anyway. Right. And by the time it um, got reported it all kind of died down a bit and they couldn't muster the same kind of anger because yes. you know, they'd called, they'd called off. Yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, so listen, I mean, flamethrower deodorant cans was a thing. <laughs> no, actually, when I think about it, it's miraculous that we, I got through the whole of school mm. without being burnt to death because every kid had a deodorant can in his bag and every kid had a lighter because everyone smoked then. Correct. So yeah, a simpler time, a more dangerous a time. A more flammable time. Anyway, let's get out of here, Pete. You it's can wrap end. up. You wrap, wrap up. up. All right, okay. Uh, this is the end of the podcast. We're going to be doing another one in oh, three days' time, four days' time. Four days', four days time. Yeah. Uh, and we'll have a lovely time. You'll have a lovely time. Uh, we'll try not to too, do too many swears. We'll try not to be too offensive. Um, but in the meantime, get your messages in. That's, Let us know what you're up to. That was really understated. Listen to this show and hit subscribe or get fucked. That's what you should have said. Hello at LinkedInPeachShow.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Mr. Nice Guy. You're the bad you cop. I'm the bad, the bad cop. cop yeah. No. All right. Uh, get in touch. Hello, LukePitcher.com. Or you can get us on the uh, tweets as well. We've still got some emails to go for for, for this week. So um, I'm looking forward to reading some yeah, of those out on Monday that. that we didn't get back through to. Uh, uh, but in the meantime, have a cracking weekend. Have a cracking Thursday, Friday, whenever you listen to this. Have a good one. See you later. Ta ta. Lucan Pete Show is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.